Welcome to my podcast, where we go on a contemplative journey through my neighborhood and my thoughts. I hope you'll enjoy hearing me ramble about my experiences, lessons, and questions on a walk with purpose, a walk with meaning, a walk with Paul. I'm on a walk in Yosemite National Forest through the sequoias. And I'd like you to just listen with me. Listen to the silence. There's just something about being here. It makes my soul want to be still and reflect and meditate on my life and the things that I have and take for granted. When coming here today, Stephen and I had to decide what we wanted to see. There's so much of Yosemite Valley, and we have one day set aside to see whatever of it we want. And we can't see it all. We cannot see it all. We, we cannot see all of California. We can only see what we can see. And it's got me thinking about, like, what do we do when we can't do it all? Like, we can't do it all in life. You can't meet everyone on your college campus. You, you can't get to know everyone in your community. You, you can't volunteer at every place. Uh, you, you, know, you, you can't do everything. And so what do we do when we can't do everything? I think we pick the thing that seems best or even just the thing that's at hand and we try to experience it, enhance it, improve, uh, just, just focus on it as much as we can. Take it all in while we have the chance. Because we're only here for so long, right? We only can do so many things. In my first podcast, I talked about we only have so many minutes a day. Sometimes less if you're injured, that you can do stuff. You only have so much. And so today... I want to encourage you to think about exactly where you are and what you are doing and focus on it. Take it in. I think a word I hear a lot is be present with it. And I don't know exactly what that means, but I think it can mean different things for different people, right? Maybe that means listening a little closer to somebody or 
asking a better question or maybe just sitting still in the silence and letting that influence who you are. We have come upon a creek tumbling down the mountain flowing from the ice melting there's just something so breathtaking literally taking my breath maybe maybe it's just the high altitude but it feels like my breath is being sucked out of me and into these wonders of a life lived so many lives lived in these trees in these deaths in these rebirths the deaths of not just the trees but of every snowflake turning into river being reborn into water vapor and rain I think so often we can get, we can forget that we are a part of this cycle of this birth and life and death and how natural it all is. How much do you fight it? How much do you struggle and worry about your life or even your death. How much better might life be if we just learn to accept it like the forest? I am standing here with my hands on the biggest tree I've ever seen. And I feel small. Such a good feeling. When, when was the last time you felt small? Felt like there was a big universe and you were just some small part of it and yet you get to be here. You get to experience so many of the wonderful things this world has to offer. You know, it's amazing to me how uh, we as humans look at a mountain. It's just like, wow, and we find just a big rock so pretty. I think when we look at a mountain, it is a rare time that lost in just the, the sheer scale and looking at how small we are in comparison. In that time we're around this great natural thing, whatever that may be, there's no thoughts of work, there's no thoughts of school, there's, there's no thoughts of 
what should be a healthy diet. There's there's no thoughts of an awkward conversation or strange interaction you may have had in your past. All of the things that we carry around almost subconsciously just in that moment disappear into the landscape. And I, I think that's just a lot of the beauty of it and what draws people back. Mm. Yeah. Mountains are like contra dancing. And if you've never been contra dancing or swing dancing or any type of dancing, highly recommend, first of all. But it it's just a time where you're so focused on what's the next move and oh I'm spinning and this is lovely and that same feeling that Stephen was talking about of just you don't think about anything else in that moment. Um, but Stephen just pointed out that a lot of things that make us forget are fast. And mountains are not fast. They're about as slow as it gets. They really are. And yet, they still give us this wave of peace, of serenity, of calmness, the bigness, the weight of them is just amazing. So, they're so unique in that way. So special. So... I think in, in thinking about all these, all these bigger concepts, of course, one of the, the previous episodes was about t-shirts and, and what helps you remember, what helps us remember what's important to us. But I think in the day-to-day, perhaps what's every bit as important is what helps you forget. Mm. Just, and not, you know, not stimulants and toxicants, you know, what, what important things in your life can help you put away any other thoughts, positive and negative, what can you really focus on and how does that intersect with with your passions and what you really care about? You know, what what are those things? Because they're different for everyone. They're all valuable. Fun thoughts as we drive out of Yosemite Valley and on to more beautiful things and more reasons to get lost in them. It's two days after Yosemite, and I've, I just can't stop thinking about it. It's, it's seared into my memory. We went to try and see the firefall, which is uh, Horsetail Falls, and then the, the sun will hit it at just an angle in the month of February where it will light it up and make it look like it's on fire. And so we're going, we're going, we're trying to see all the things. We see the big trees and then we, you know, book it all the way up and see some mountains. And then we're trying to get to the place with Horsetail Falls, but the parking is full. So we go up and around, get on the shuttle and ride the shuttle down. And we have like two minutes, like we have two you know, we're on the shuttle at 5.10 and the, the firefall is at 5.30. Like, it is uh, really, really tight. But we get there with, like, five minutes to spare. It's awesome. And we're, we're in place. And the firefall doesn't happen. Everybody around us, the, the thousands of people there watching, just didn't get to see it. We were all ready. And, and nothing. And And so... You know, what do you what do you do with disappointment is is something that I've been thinking about um, a lot and, and that came 
to mind in that moment. Um, and yet, even in the middle of disappointment, everything was still so beautiful that it didn't matter. Just where I was with the, with the people I was was just so magical that, you know, I didn't see the firefall, but I saw a giant waterfall that was beautiful and amazing. And I think sometimes we can miss the beauty of something in the middle of the disappointment of something. Because, yes, maybe something is disappointing, didn't go the way we expected, but ah, there's still beauty to be found in it, around it, through it. So, when you feel disappointment, do you look like for the beauty in it? Do I look for the beauty in it? Not always. And I really, really wish I did. And I really hope you will too. I thought I didn't have a poem to go with this week's episode. But then I found one that I wrote about Stephen and I's first summer, really fall, that we went adventuring. Um, after we both started some dual enrollment, we, uh, we decided to, you know, go explore Georgia. And, and we've been exploring together ever since. So I thought this poem was fitting. It's called Exploring Our Home, a poem by yours truly. That fall, I shook hands with boredom, but twiddling only gave me sore thumbs. I was lost on an ocean of freedom, a downpour of options drowning my lungs. But then came a beacon of hope, a lighthouse of plastic and flight. Black Friday had given new scope, a ghostly white drone and two brothers right. Thumbs to the knobs and feet on the trail, on the sea of winds we endeavored to sail. Little did we know the mountains we'd climb, the miles we'd drive, and the fears we'd bind. We set out to explore our home and fill our time. We had no way of knowing it was ourselves we'd find. And I'd just like to say thank you to Stephen for pushing me to adventure, explore um, not only the, the world around us, but, but myself um, and, and making my trip to Yosemite, our trip to Yosemite possible. Um, this is part one of, I think, a three-part series. We'll just have to see of my trip to California and the lessons that it taught me and the, the thoughts that I was thinking while we were going. So I really, really appreciate you listening and I hope that you can get a little of 
what I experienced through this podcast. I, as always, want to remind you that I love you, God loves you, and I hope you are having a wonderful day.